Hi guys, it's Alex here, back again with our podcast for Fit Body Ladies. This is, I think, number six. Um, and we are loving doing this podcast and I hope you guys are enjoying listening to us too. So if you're liking us, please subscribe, follow and uh, join us in our community. Um, learning from us, tips, techniques about losing weight, getting fitter, getting healthier. And today we're actually going to talk about aches and pains. And very kindly, I have got... Alan Walker here from Daventry Chiropractic Clinic um, and I'm going to be talking to him about chiropractic, chiropractic uh, treatments and um, how they help, talk about the naysayers who sometimes are uh, against chiropractic treatments um, and really discuss how he got into it, um, what sort of treatments he offers and how he believes can benefit women of uh throughout you know while they're getting doing exercise or they maybe have an injury or just feeling a little bit aching so let's kick it off then alan please tell us firstly introduce yourself and tell me how you got into chiropractic treatment um so my name is alan walker i'm a, a doctor of chiropractic um i've been working now for the last 12 years I'm the age 53 um, at present, 54 in May the 30th. Send your cards, thank you. Um, So, yeah, I've been working as a chiropractor um, in Daventry for the last two years. Before that, I was working in the home counties. Okay. So, for a very large chiropractic uh, company where we were, um, people coming in and receiving adjustments, what people Mm -hmm. would understand as treatments. Yeah. And we would offer these to the general public within eight different clinics. Uh, like I say, throughout the home counties, sort of Maidenhead, uh, Marlow, all the way through into London, eight different clinics, and we would see three and a half thousand people a week. Jeez, a lot of people. So that's uh, a lot of people there, um, wealthy areas, mm-hmm. who were obviously concerned with their health, and I can't name celebrities, but there was a lot of celebrities that would come to the, to the know, throughout those different uh, okay. clinics. So people are taking an interest in their health, whether they are struggling with money or they have got... A lot of it. <laughs> and actually, you see, certainly find people who are doing well, look after their body, yeah. they go to the gym, personal trainers. Mm-hmm. And uh, chiropractic is one of the, uh, one of the fun- f- functional ways of actually changing your body for the better. Okay. So let's go back, let's say, to your teens. How, what, were you, what, what did you immediately when you were 18 think, oh, I want to be a chiropractor? Or what was your kind of career history that led you to becoming a chiropractor so my father was a uh, pipe fitter okay so um, working metal I used to work with him during my summer holidays Mm -hmm. the days where you could throw a child in the back of a van and and travel you know halfway through the country at four o'clock in the morning and um, get them to do all sorts of fiddly work with threading pipes etc so that's the sort of work I did and from that I went on to move into um, metal work so I served, I went to uh, Hereford Technical College and I trained as a blacksmith. Okay. So um, there I was Shoeing horses and... No, black, oh. blacks, black, that's Farry Oh, that's uh, Farry, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So as a blacksmith, we were there welding, agricultural engineering, etc., repairing things. See the theme with the yeah. things going, yeah, repairing yeah, yeah. things. Repairing things. And um, so I was there at Hereford Technical College doing lots of forging. Um, It was a great experience. I was there for nearly two years. And when I left there, I got myself a job at George James and Sons Blacksmiths. Right. And I'd been working there for um, 
from 17 through to sort of 20, something like that. Um, when I left there, I went to work for English Heritage and I worked with English Heritage for 10 years down in London at Regent's Park and I was repairing um, historic gates, so Kenston Gardens gates. Mm. So I was working and we were eventually made redundant from the blacksmith's uh, forge, which was in the centre of Regent's Park. And I started my own business. During that time, Do I it, worked... Doing, black, doing, doing blacksmithing, stonemasonry. Yeah. Okay. I know we're a little bit off, off uh, yeah. where you thought you were going to be going with this, but repairing things. Okay. And I've started my own business, like I said. I was employing eight people and we worked all over the country. And that was my first vocation, really. Um, restoration of historic properties. But during that time, from the age of 20, I'd been seeing sports therapists, chiropractors, osteopaths. Osteopaths. And... um, For for your own This is This wasn't for health, this was for injuries of my back through doing heavy work. Okay. Um, And a lot of craftspeople, you'll find they they do the same. Um, They can't afford to take too much time off. They're looking to get better as soon as possible. And obviously, if you go and see your GP, painkillers aren't always going to do the trick. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're just painkillers yeah so what we're looking to do is to find people that can actually help us with that and i also used um uh gyms so uh boxing clubs sparring regularly that sort of thing and that's always been something i've done as well kept up with sport Mm -hmm. to keep myself fit as so i could able to do the work i was doing so where we eventually got to um i got to the age of i was in my 30s about 34 and I went to visit my mother in, in America after I'd done a double shift with uh, some of the lads that um, I was employing. And I was, in, I was just heavily fatigued and I flipped, my mother lives in St. Louis. So I flew across to America, to New York, stayed six hours there, then took a flight from New York to St. Louis where she lives, mm-hmm. stayed up all day with them and I was heavily fatigued, very broken. The following day, I couldn't get out of bed. Um, so they took me to their, their doctor, Dr. Ray, chiropractor, and um, he treated me in a, in a different way to the GP or actually some of the chiropractors and osteopaths I've seen in this country where he said to me, this is going to be a long-term situation. It's not just fatigue, but you've built up dysfunction throughout your life so far. And it's going to take a lot to sort it out. You're going to need to have some regular care. He said, I can't offer you that. You're only going to be here for this next sort of 10 days. Okay. He said, but I can see you a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And then when you go back, go and see a podiatrist because I'd broken a foot during my life. But un- and um, unaware of that. Oh, no, no, I'd broken, I'd broken my foot in, in my 20s and uh, had all the, the care I needed for it at the time. But it meant that my arch was, uh, I'd lost my arch in my left foot. And it seemed a good idea, he suggested, that I saw a sports therapist to loosen me off and see a chiropractor straight away or an osteopath. And I like the way that he gave me the choice of both. He wasn't going to um, just say, just chiropractic, it's the only way forward. Okay. But he was looking at different modalities to actually help me get better. So just to explain then, what is the difference between a chiropractor and osteopath? Okay, the difference between a good, excellent chiropractor mm-hmm. and an excellent osteopath is pretty much nothing. Okay. okay. Um, we can get, there'll be people that will be a bit upset with me saying this, but... They are physical therapists. They're doctors mm-hmm. of, of the body. Okay. And they should be able to help you get out of any problems that you get into. If they can't, 
then they'll obviously send you to someone so who can. can. And okay. it's probably going to be a bit darker <laughs> than just musculoskeletal. Okay. Okay. So that's the, the biggest difference. Originally, um, osteopathy, the philosophy of uh, osteopathy was that they were looking to move the body and joints in a way that would help stimulate blood flow through the body. Okay. Um, primarily. That isn't how it works now. They're looking at all the different systems of the body. And chiropractic started 150 years ago with a guy called David Palmer. Um, and he was trained with osteopath, uh, oh, osteopaths. Osteopath, yeah. And he understood the body. He was a very um, highly educated man. And he decided that the reason why people were getting ill, uh, the, the function was dropping with their bodies and the pain was because the nervous system was being affected. So the okay. nervous system is what looks after the body as a whole. Right. It's the top system. It's the master system. It's the thing that looks after all of the other systems. So by adjusting the body, you're waking up the nervous system. So if we look at someone who is um, terribly old and they look dysfunctional, we'll just say it's because they're old, but maybe it's because they're, they're suffering from a very dysfunctional nervous system. Okay, as a result of aging process yeah, and yeah. Your body, or a life of whatever you've been yeah. doing. If we're looking at the outside world, we're looking through our eyes. Mm -hmm. That's how we see it. But if we're looking inside our body, we don't use our eyes. We use our nervous system. And the nervous system is what appropriately helps our body function. Okay. okay. So some yeah, people's body... Yeah, obviously a nerve, like it, when so you're moving nerve, something or absolutely. when you... You go to touch something hot, the nerve is what sends the impulse to tell you to either take your hand Absolutely. away Absolutely, or... so the reflexes, etc. So the nervous system, what is it? It comprises of the brain, mm -hmm. it comprises of the spinal cord, and the nerves that come from the spinal cord to go to every cell in the body. Okay. So these are all facts. Yeah, yeah, can't, can't <laughs> no, argue yeah, that. Yeah, can't argue with that. Even Plato knew all about this. It's, been, <laughs> it's very old. It's facts. So the nervous system. So people think, what does the heart do? Well, it, it beats the blood around the body. Okay. Uh, what does the liver do? Uh, cleaning blood, etc. So what do, do they do that on their own? Or are they a machine that the nervous system operates? Right. They're a machine that the nervous system operates. So if the machine isn't working properly? Yeah, it's because the nervous system isn't able to appropriately send that signal. So why won't it send a signal? It won't send a signal because maybe the tissues around the nerve are up in, um, let's just use layman's language, they've been squeezed, maybe with tissues around it like muscles okay. that are very taut um, and they're squeezing, preventing a nice flow, not a nice clear signal coming from the brain through to wherever it needs to go, which could be a muscle, a joint, a yeah. ligament, a tendon, all of the connective tissues, the bones themselves. The nervous system at the same time is also looking at the health of the body. It's looking at have you got any, how many white blood cells have you got to uh -huh. uh, fight and at attack disease and illness? How many red blood cells have you got to carry oxygen throughout the body? All of these things are really very, very important. And if the, if the nervous system isn't working well, then you're going to find that your white blood cell count might drop, your red blood cell uh, count might drop, that your liver's not working well that you're not able to go to the toilet properly on basic okay. levels, all of these things. So it might not be the muscles around the area of, of the anus, for example, okay. while, you're, while you're struggling okay. with, with going to the toilet. It might be that your nervous system isn't seeing the area properly. 
it's been blindfolded from that area for some reason. Okay. And so chiropractors and good osteopaths are looking to make sure the nervous system's working correctly. Okay, so it's almost releasing that, fl- allowing that flow of... Letting that, letting the energy flow, flow through the that's body. That's right properly okay so going back then so you went to america you see this doctor he says i can't see you for more than a couple of times while you're here and then you the first thing i did was what most people would do when they've been uh, had a life change like that um was and I, did he saw did he actually make you feel like i got i i received uh, the, the relief that i needed for, for the muscles were, were relieved uh, my body moved better than it did and over the next couple of days, um, I don't like using anti-inflammatories, but I was in so much pain at the time. They just help bring down the inflammatory response to the problems that I've given to myself okay. through working too hard. Often that's why people get get into problems, isn't it? Because they're working, they've done something to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that they've been training, um, in training the, in too the, hard. They pick up a, inappropriately. A weight, they, yeah, they pick up a weight too heavy or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's the, not always happens because they've done it purposefully it can be an accident they trip a fall anything like that yeah hence the reason why you need with the gym you need a pt yeah that's always a good idea someone who can watch you and make sure the form's correct so i decided when i was in america i would get in touch with the the um, the universities in the uk Mm -hmm. of which there's three um there's one in bournemouth there's one uh, in wales and there's uh, mctimony chiropractic university which is the college in um, abingdon oxfordshire Okay. And that's where I trained. Um, so they, I, as soon as I left America, I went for the interview. Um, it all happened within four weeks of the of seeing Dr. Ray in America, the American chiropractor. So you gave up blacksmith? Pretty much. Ming. I found work for uh, my employees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I decided to give up what I was doing and make a, a whole... It was time for a, a new change, a new new vocation. And instead of... Uh, repairing inert objects, stone and uh, yeah. buildings and gates and uh, fitting glass. Um, it was time to start repairing something very much more important, mm-hmm. which for me was people. Okay, okay. And see if I could achieve it. And you have done. Yeah, so I, I, I received my master's degree from, um, from McTimony College and um, working now when you qualify as a chiropractor, you qualify to use the title doctor, which is very nice. Yeah. Not that I use it very often, <laughs> but the um, it's one of the few uh, vocations, professions in life where you have the title, you're given the title of doctor, doctor. without doing a doctorate. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, and this is something which is historic. It's something that's been fought for, um, for probably, I think it's 30 years they fought to get how, the title How long's the course? How long's the course? So you're looking at five years master's degree, okay. which is running through the, all of the same um, qualification, the same exams as a GP would do. So you're looking at physiology, yeah. pharmacology to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Obviously, doctors go on to do their bolt-on with, with pharmacology in much more detail. Um, but chiropractors, what we're looking to do there is to, to look at how the body works okay, and to see how we can actually make it work, work better. Make it work better. Perfect. Okay. Um, and so now I've been there, you've now, you, you then worked in, uh, in the big clinic and then two years ago set up for yourself. Yeah. So um, two years ago, I decided to move back. My, I've got um, my children live in Northamptonshire. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them got married a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Um, which was great. 
few tears there. Yeah, the yeah, father, yeah, I can the, imagine. The bride, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, lovely. We, yeah, so it's been a great month so far. And obviously being here today speaking to yourself, oh. Alex, is, uh, is make, makes a, uh, this this year even better, certainly this month. So, great to have um, you. Where we went with this... Um, for a moment, I forgot where I went. Um, so you've, you've, been, you've been doing this for two years in Daventry. Super, super, yeah, yeah. super busy. Yeah, absolutely super busy. Got a bit emotional there thinking yeah. about my daughter's wedding. Oh, so. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the business started two years ago. Yeah. Um, just, uh, just after the pandemic mm-hmm. sort of ended. Um, I've never been so busy in, in my life as a chiropractor. Okay. Um, we've got all sorts of uh, logistical problems at the moment with, with health. I think we all, we're all aware of that. Um, As in the NHS and well, don't want to don't want to mention it too much, but yeah, you did. Yeah, and um, and the the service that people are needing at the moment is they're needing help. Yeah, and they need more than what they're getting. Mm-hmm. And there's only so much that we can do with painkillers, and a lifetime on painkillers I don't think is going to do our livers and kidneys any good at all, let alone the rest of our system. So, well, people are looking for help. And they're looking for uh, someone they can rely on and someone that they feel actually cares. Mm-hmm. And that's people like chiropractors and osteopaths and some of the other f- physical um, modalities are useful as well. You know, interestingly, people would think that going for a massage might be able to fix their problem. Yeah. I get that a lot. Um, and yoga. Yeah. Yoga's going to fix my problem. Um, well, I, well I always thought that chiropractor was about... So from what I understand what you you were saying about, you know, there's lots of ways that chiropractic treatment can help, not just muscular or... And for me, I always thought it was purely, you've got an injury, you go and see a chiropractor, who are going to sort out your back, sorts out your back or your... And Pop, it, I, crack. Yeah, exactly. So explain then, it's not just about those treatments for popping backs and things like that. No, if going back to what I said before about the nervous system. Yeah. The nervous system can keep you alive no matter how damaged it is for a very long time but it doesn't mean that it's reached its highest level what we're looking to do is to compl- is to always be optimizing optimizing okay. your nervous system so the difference between really bad health bad health mm-hmm. okay health good health excellent health optimized health yeah is actually what you're doing with your body okay how much effort you put into your vitamins your supplements your exercise mm-hmm. Um, things like having massage occasionally, you know, maybe once a month, that might be yeah. a good idea. Seeing a chiropractor to make sure that your joints and bones of your spine are actually in proper alignment so that your nervous system can work appropriately. Okay, so if your bones, you let's say your spine, which is forms up part of your nervous system, isn't in line, what other things that can happen? Or what are you saying that, okay, let's say, so I have a fall. And I put my, you know, a step and a bit jolted. That are you saying because my spine might become a little bit unaligned? I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, totally out, but a little. That can affect then what might happen to my muscles a bit later on the other day, or is that what is? So an observation I can give you straight away. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there's lots and lots of research, peer-reviewed research. Peer-reviewed research means that it's been looked at by other doctors in the health profession. Okay. So if chiropractors have made, a, um, made research on what we do as chiropractors and how we move the joints and how we move the bones and how it affects the nervous system, mm-hmm. if it's been peer-reviewed, which there's loads and loads of research out there that explains how that chiropractic does actually work. It is actually helping our, our health okay. through the nervous system. Peer-reviewed research can explain lots and lots of things about how the body's working and how chiropractic can actually help. I've noticed there's an observation that when we get people in, they come for a consultation with me. Mm -hmm. The first thing I do is I take their blood pressure to make sure that it's safe for them to receive adjustments on on their joints. Okay. Um, So what we're doing, we're taking the blood pressure and often it can be quite high for some people. As an observation, I've noticed after we've taken it, taken the blood pressure and I've adjusted them sometimes I'll take it after the blood pressure has lowered okay okay so that's a, a an observation that any chiropractor will tell you is is fairly normal if at university one of the things they like to do as research projects is they'll do an eye test for their for clients that come in to be uh, adjusted by the students who are about to leave uh, graduate as chiropractors they'll do a eye, normal eye test like you get at, at the uh, optometrist yeah. And after the eye test, they'll be adjusted yeah. within 10 minutes of the eye test. And then they'll be asked to do the eye test again. And there's often differences, nearly always, enough for really? them to do it time and time and time again. So does it mean that the adjustment itself, we know just where to go to make the eyes work that little bit better? Absolutely not. Not saying that at all. What we're saying is changing the nervous suddenly system. the nervous system has been woken up. Ah, Okay. Do they need to wear glasses again? Of course, of course they, they do. do. It's a, yeah, it's a temporary situation. But ultimately, they're the sort of things that... So people can understand, wow, we're affecting the nervous system in a huge way. And the amount of stories that you have worldwide of people that have been trying to uh, use fertility clinics, all sorts to try and help themselves get to get children. And then they go, start to go and see a chiropractor. He or she, generally she. Mm-hmm. And very shortly after, the story they'll come back and say... I got pregnant. Does it mean that chiropractic will help you get pregnant? No, No. but again, it possibilities that the nervous system has been changed and things have been able to seem. The amount of people that come in and say, you know, I didn't want to tell you at the time, but I've been constipated for years. And then suddenly come to see you. Everything's clear. Yeah, everything's clearing up. I'm getting so, I'm I'm feeling better. Everything's moving in the right ways. Yeah, 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 okay. But these are common things. Very calm. Okay. But of course, if you think about what we're trying to achieve, we're trying to wake up the nervous system. Yeah, trying to wake up those yeah, sparks. Of course, it's going to be along those lines. Things are going to be changing to our health. That's what we do it for. Okay. Waking up the nervous waking system, up. waking up someone's health. So let's say somebody's got a, you know, let's use me as an example. I've got a bit of a, bit of a shoulder injury. Okay, I've been to see you now for the last about three, I don't know, six or eight weeks or so. Yeah. And yes, I definitely feel like there's definitely improvements, definitely. And I had a hip problem, absolutely. That I haven't had any hip problems since I've been seeing you. Amazing. Yeah, it's all clear. Yeah, I've hurt my foot today, but that's a different issue. Um, if somebody has got, let's say, a dodgy shoulder, what sort of thing? What? How would you? Well, how would your initial consultation go to check what was going on, and maybe what sort of things would you be asking to find out about? maybe how they've got that injury and things like that. You know, just so people get an understanding of what's, how a, how a, ses- how a session with yourself would, would go. 
Okay, so in the initial consultation, before you even put your hands on someone to see if you can help them, what we're looking to do there is sit down at a desk, mm-hmm. and I'm looking to ask them a few a few questions really to find out what's going on with the body generally, yeah, how they're moving, what makes it worse, what mm-hmm. makes it a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, how they got it in the first place. You know, was it a fall? Yeah. We need to work out whether there's a, if it's been something quite recent, whether there's a possibility that it's a fracture. In which case, I'm not going to be touching that. No, 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 of course. Or anywhere around it. Of course. In fact, I'll be sending them somewhere where they can get the appropriate help that they'll need for a fracture. But providing everything's good, it's not a fracture, it's something like uh, soft tissues, Mm -hmm. then I'm looking straight away at the spine. Okay. So once I've gone through the normal questions to make sure it's safe to do so, I'll be like, I asking them to sit down on the table, which is where I do the, the, my work. Yep. They'll be sitting down on the table, and I'll be looking to see what position the spine's in, mm-hmm. to see if it's in alignment, to see if it's in the shape that I would expect a normal spine of, the, of that particular person's age. Yeah. I'll be looking to see if it's in the right position. Okay. So oh. the spine does change as we age, yeah. just as a result of... Yeah, our bones get older and we get older and we maybe stand in a different way you know if you're tall you might have stood like this for ages okay fine so if we look at the spine the biggest problem we have with the spine obviously we've got an important part is the spinal cord within it that needs to be kept safe that's why it's within those bones the Mm -hmm. little holes at the back of each one of the vertebrae so we wouldn't have a problem with our our spine if it really was a back bone which is what we call it isn't it it's yeah, like yeah. oh yeah the backbone it's not a backbone at all it's backbones yeah and we have an awful lot of them we have seven small bones in our neck yep and then we have 12 bones of the thoracic spine which are the ones that contain a rib for a rib yep. cage protect our ribs. and then we have five little bones that are the lumbar spine mm-hmm. so all of these need to be in the in the right place in the appropriate place to, for the spinal cord to work fast mm-hmm and um, so that the, the right movement is, is allowed and also so that the nerves aren't being impinged around the nerves coming yeah. out from the spinal cord. If we have a problem with something like you've su- suggested a frozen shoulder, then I'm going to be looking to look around the area here between the lower yeah. part of the spine of the neck and the upper part of the spine of the thoracics, the, the, the vertebrae that carry a rib. So with this area here yeah. is going to be an area that I'll be looking to see if it's in alignment. And often, if people have got shoulder problems, it's not. Okay. But so if you go to see it, have a massage, then someone's going to be looking to massage the shoulder. Yeah, 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 of course. A chiropractor might look to do that, but certainly he's going to be looking first to see what the spine is doing and see what the nerves are doing coming from it and seeing if there could be a small adjustment to the vertebrae within the area, the offending area. Yeah. And then to see whether when it settles down, whether suddenly the shoulder starts to work better and more appropriately. If there isn't a pro- problem with the spine, mm-hmm. then we can do an adjustment on the shoulder itself. Okay. On the, so the, the shoulder the might be, head, yeah. It could be the, the shoulder might need a small adjustment to put it back into a position. Not the Mel Gibson type situation where he's, uh, the shoulder goes yeah, out yeah, position yeah, on yeah, one of the yeah, films yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. slams up against the lamppost. But just a soft uh, adjustment, which we do on the, on the table mm-hmm. itself, which is all nicely cushioned, yeah. with just an impulse. Okay. And that can make a massive difference as well. But there, there's at least... 10 different adjustments you can do on the shoulder depending on what's actually happening okay. and, and what the movement's like. So we can do a test before we do the adjustment to mm-hmm. see what the range of motion is. Yeah. And we can do a test of the range of motion directly afterwards. Okay, cool. Um, and is there things that people can do themselves at home to 
try and improve the movement of their or the flow of those nerves so that their central nervous system or their nervous system is working better? Lack of movement causes lack of good health. Okay. So if we look at people these days during retirement, I'm going to go off piece a little bit here. That's all right. The lack of movement that they're having at the moment and certainly through the training that they've received through lockdown of non-movement, stay in your house, you'll mm-hmm. die if you leave your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we're still dealing with those those problems now of people not coming out, not well, moving, not walking the dog anymore. They're now these. saying that sed- sedentary lifestyle is the next biggest ki- the next biggest Absolutely. like obesity problem. Yeah, yeah, sedentary lifestyle. People not being active enough. Sitting is the new sitting. smoking. That's exactly it. Sitting is the new Absolutely. smoking. Absolutely. And do you know what? I think smoking is probably better for you than sitting. Okay. So if they're going to do to choose one choose or the one, other, choose. yeah, choose smoking. <laughs> Obviously, Obviously that's yeah, yeah, crazy yeah, thing to say. Yeah. Delete that. Yeah. Um, but lack of movement. So even if people are going to stay in the house, I would strongly suggest that they do some sort of exercise regime. But better still, get out of the house. Yeah. The summer's coming anyway. Get moving. Honestly, Go to the gym. Walk. Or, or walk. Just, just start. I was saying the other day, just start by walking. Try and get 10, 20 minutes a day even if you break it up in the day, you do 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes in the evening, just begin like that and gradually build it up. Get out there, get fresh air in your lungs, bit of vitamin D from the sunshine and start moving those muscles. Alex, isn't it hard to get people walking? Walking, I know. honestly, get put your coat on. Oh, it's been raining. It's I like, know, I know, I it know. does rain in this country. You yeah. chose to live here, put your coat on. Walking, <laughs> walking is, honestly, I've got, I've been doing walking and I'm actually got moving off piece myself on sunday i'm doing a huge challenge for mcmillan ra- um raising funds for them doing a hundred thousand steps uh with my brother walking around london um because Brilliant. actually just moving just yeah. walking getting out there there's things to see you don't have to go and walk you can drive somewhere and walk around somewhere pretty or you can literally go out of your door it's free you don't have to do anything you just need I to didn't stop. know about this how do you join do you join this what the free walking yeah <laughs> no yeah. you just turn oh, up on the day no it's me I'm doing it on my we've just done it ourselves Brilliant. we're just doing it ourselves so it's a challenge that's on it's all over TikTok um, people trying to do it in a day mm-hmm. you get 24 hours to do it in so we're starting 5am Sunday morning Mother's Day and then walking we've decided we're going to walk from uh, I've got family in North London walk all the way to central London and then back again. So um, it's a challenge. I think we can do it. We can rest on the way. You don't have to continually be walking, walking, walking. Um, so I'll keep everybody updated as we uh, yeah, definitely. A week, as we get on. Put things on TikTok. Yeah, of course. Things on TikTok, Facebook, um, all over the place so that people Subscribe, can Subscribe, share. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Share, share, share. That's what we like. So how do you keep fit? Um, once a week I go to, uh, I have a personal trainer yep. that I go to see, um, where we're doing lots of functional exercises, mm-hmm. kettlebells, etc. And I like to do that with a personal trainer because they can watch my form. Because it's for people that train themselves. It's, oh, you know, I was doing okay at home. I was doing, you're on lockdown and, you know, I was doing yoga videos and stuff. And then one day I hurt myself. It's because you're doing it on your own without anyone watching your form. Even yoga can cause problems. Yeah, if you're yeah, doing yeah. it without people making sure that everything's been mo- you're moving, moving correctly right. that's right so what i that's what i remind all our girls in our sessions you know keep that for the form is the most important thing it doesn't matter you can smash those dump those reps out but to be rep, but to be honest you first thing you've got to think about is your form yeah. tummy's tight bottom squeezed shoulders back 
take it steady take it steady so yeah so yeah so box it you said uh, personal trainer and skipping skipping i love a bit of skipping well it's something which i've just started again I've, i haven't done it for 10 years oh okay and so i decided i would I'd do, start doing a bit more skipping so I'd, um onto amazon Bought my skipping rope. Yes. Decided it was going to buy a £6 one or a £29 <laughs> one. I thought, you know what? I'm going to push the boat out. I'm going to spend £29 <laughs> on a skipping rope. Um, so I've, I've started doing that every other day. Okay. Um, Bit and, cardio, good for the heart yes, as well. Yes. And obviously where I'm working at the moment, uh, Reach, Reach for Health is where my clinic is. Mm-hmm. It's within the, um, it's a council uh, supported gym yep. for people who've had some terrible, um, some terrible accidents, uh, motorbike accidents or old people might have fallen down the stairs mm-hmm. to people everything in between okay um and all ages uh there's there's people there that have no problems at all they just like to use that particular it's a huge gym in there they they use that but mostly the people so are rehabilitation. Using it. yeah rehabilitation, rehabilitation but people have been sent there by by the doctor yeah. Um, so I, I also use that gym as well. Okay. <laughs> I would use yours, but the yeah, ponytail a, looks funny on me yeah, these days. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say that, you know, those skimpy lycra <laughs> outfits, they're not quite the same now. Yeah. And I may be starting doing some running later in the year. Okay. I've been thinking about Do you like running? organizing. I've not enjoyed running for about seven years. Oh, any particular reason you don't? You, I didn't enjoy running. Um, did you ever enjoy it? No, I did. Okay. It's like everything, isn't it? When you yeah. first start getting yourself fit, um, it's a little bit painful and it takes that bit of uh, yeah. internal that first integrity. mile on any run is the longest mile you've ever run. Yeah. And for, for me, I started off like with, like your girls do, I expect. When they first start, you start them off small and gradually yeah. build build the fitness up. Um, and the thing I don't didn't like about running is it's often it's, a, it's a something you do on your own. Oh, okay. And often I like to do things with at least one other person, person. Okay. or a group. Okay. Um, so that's why I have my my PT now with um, with and the boxing and the the pads and that that works well with me. Um, also, the, uh, see, I, I like to run. How, I do how like often to are run. you running? I try to run once a week, but I try to run for about 40, 40, 45 minutes once a week. That's all I do. I walk a lot of the time. Is that about three k? No, forty five is seven. 45 minutes is at 7k. Wow. So I can, you know, I feel quite comfortable doing that. Yeah. And actually, as long as I've got my music or someone to chat to, I find... Oh, so you run with someone else? I'm, often I don't. Often I run. Not a lot of people like running. A lot of people say they don't like it. Um, but I quite find it quite chill out, a chill out time. Any sort of exercise for me is about my time. And that's the way I look at it. It's about my me getting away from work or kids or... Whatever. Clearing your head. Clear my head. Body meditation. Yeah, basically. Basically. Meditation for the body. No, I, th- I think that's the way forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's my, for me, a run on my own is actually quite nice. I can turn the music on. I can go out. I can go and do seven, 45 minutes of running and then back. So, you know, that for me, I know I've, I've run a lot in the past. I don't run as much now, but that's purely because... I just haven't had the t- had the time. It, yeah. it t- running does take time, and if I'm going to do something, it wouldn't necessarily be first on my list to run. How did you get yourself fit originally? What was your story? Uh, so I'd always been a gym girl, but I put a lot of weight on when I had the children, and I needed to I, I needed to lose it. I didn't like being overweight, um, and I wasn't grossly overweight, but I was 
overweight for my size lost your strength yeah all of that and so i need and we i started i when i first did it i started by walking and eating properly and then we set up the gym really because i was looking for somewhere to do things that it was when crossfit was becoming really popular um and my husband just said like, i want to change my career and i want to do this and we then um started the gym because i was kind of looking for somewhere to be able to do the crazy fun things that they were all doing CrossFit in an environment where it was women. And, and so that's how it really started uh, in a field. Um, and we just gradually grown and grown and grown. So it started in a field. Yeah. In a field. Started. So it was an outdoor. It was. Yeah. We're not right. now. Um, everything's indoors. Cause we know that women don't, well, most people don't want to be looking out in the cold and the rain. the rain. Yeah. 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 yeah and many... for a lot of the time in this country, there's a lot of rain and wind. How many gyms do you have? 15 franchises now wow it's amazing mm. and how fast did you did you grow that so we started in 2012 in the field and we had our first location which was northampton 2013 and then after that we then were one for one gym up to 2017 and then from 2017 to now so six years we've gone from one to wow 15 now and during that time how many gyms have gone Oh, I know. Down. It's amazing. Honestly, and the the thing is, it's it's sad to see. It's it's an industry that's so important, and you know, especially in COVID, it was terrible. It was terrible for a lot of gyms, and now with all you know. But how did you make it through COVID? We have a fabulous community of women, and we work very hard to keep that community by offering online sessions, um, and hiring out our equipment so that people could do things at home. We tried to run as close to schedule as we possibly could, but it was tough. It was really tough. I don't think there's any tougher thing you can go through than oh, COVID for any business. Any business, but especially, yeah, a face, gym. Yeah, where, yeah. Where you, where we were the first to, to shut and, and the last to open. Yeah, um, but our ladies are amazing, and they stuck with us, and we had an absolutely fabulous community of women who were with us through, like, absolutely brilliant. They, I cannot fault all their effort, all of the input that they had. Um, and it was, it was, you know, it was tough doing the online sessions and, but we got through it and people used it as their, especially when it was at the point where you couldn't go out. They, you, they, we, when, what we, the feedback we got was that people needed that as their mental health check-ins because they weren't seeing anybody. So on a, on, on a session, you'd have everybody on the screen and you could see everybody and they were involved and they could chat to their friend because they hadn't seen them or, you know, and so... Yeah. It was lovely. Yeah. It was great. And to grow, you either did it through advertising or referrals, I guess. For the... Um, the gym. The, well... You know, going, going from the, 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 the first gym to yeah. actually building up so, to the Yeah, you- so we work very closely with... The, my husband's got a lot of contacts in the industry as well. And, we, you know, we've, we have got some... Um, some one of the ladies, the one of the franchisee owners, she's she was a member, then she worked for us, and now she's got three franchises. Uh, Bella, obviously, she was a member, and then she's now the got the Daventry. Bella. Yeah, she's got a Daventry. Um, we've got guys up in uh, where, um, Wakefield and York who were, uh, had worked with Rick, my husband, previously. So there's lots of different connections. Um, we've got Dion, who actually, again, we went through a, a marketing campaign, and, and she she's in Luton. Um, so yeah it's been you know a, and the clients as well yeah. yeah clients predominantly is all is probably social media contacts or referrals um, we work a lot to um, engage with our we think that we we work very hard in engaging with our 
um, audience to give them guidance, help, support, things that we offer. Um, and yeah, they come through lots of different channels, lots of different channels. Yeah. Well, so, so what about the, you? How do you get your... Because um, yours are predominantly word of mouth. I would say at the moment 50-50. Okay. Two years ago when I started, it was um, it was it really was mostly primary way of getting clients was through Facebook because mm-hmm. the, yes, well, yeah. and we worked by the way all the way through lockdown COVID, yeah. because we were the only doctors that people could actually see but doctors of chiropractic oh so but people would if they were worried they couldn't see anyone else they used to come to see us you know we were looking at a, a general health check and if they, we found something that wasn't right then we'd be obviously referring yes, to the appropriate places you know that wouldn't necessarily be someone who was going to look, be looking at the nervous system okay but maybe they might need medication yeah um, which I think is actually at the moment massively overused. I think okay. fun- functional medicine is the way forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so keeping your body healthy, keeping it moving, um, supplements, vitamins, uh, keeping yeah. your body fit, keeping your heart fit. Okay. Are you a supplement advocate or? I think that some supplements are really, really important. Um, I think if, for me, I certainly suggest to the to people that need it that come see me, um, zinc, magnesium, iron, um, certainly fine. And it depends D3? on culture as well. D3 is the biggest one. Yeah. The biggest one. Um, f- then following vitamin C. I mean, people do yeah, yeah, vitamin yeah. C vitamin from C, lots vitamin of different places, but vitamin D3, you know, if this, it's a really strange thing. So well, I get plenty of sun and say, do you? Well, I'm, yeah. out, I'm out in the garden. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Were you wearing clothes? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, you don't get me wrong. A certain amount of um, the sun's rays will go through the clothes, but you not know, enough. Basic, not enough. You're basically looking to soak it up through your hands, I guess. Are you you're looking to soak it up through your hands and a, and a little bit of your face and with your little eyes poking across, over the top of your scarf. Vitamin D3, most people during the wintertime are definitely going to be low in it. And that's for the white northern Caucasians. Yeah, you know? exactly. But of course, the I also. But did you have, know, I heard this on a, another podcast, that actually um, people with light, light white skin are more like. Will it absorb and create more D3 from being in the sun? Yeah. Than well, well, I certainly find that some of the other cultures, uh, different, different yeah. genetics that comes That's in right. that, that aren't from the uh, the genetics aren't from the yeah. northern hemisphere originally. These people, um, so for example, I've got a couple of friends that come see me. For, they're, they're, um, they were born and raised in this country, but their genetics are from India. Yeah. It's for me, it's a no-brainer. They're going to be vitamin D3. Um, it's yeah. going to be insufficient. Yeah. They'll need to bolster that. And the minute they do, do you know what wonderful thing happens? The pains start to drop. No, do you know what someone else, that's what this guy was saying on this podcast. Most people should be taking D3 to avoid all the jointy, achy yeah. pains. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone will jump on it now. Go, oh, that's what I need. I just need some vitamin D3. No, it's one of the solutions. It's, you know, on the journey of health, it's, a, it's, it's one of those where there are so many different ways that you need to utilize to get your health to its optimized mm. level. And who'd want just good, level, good yeah. health if you can have optimum. optimized, <laughs> optimum, optimum yeah. health? That's the way forward. It's the, it's the way forward. Yeah. Um, so obviously there are some naysayers out there about chiropractic treatments. What would you say to people who are like, oh, I'm, I'm skeptical on whether or not it, it works or... Um, well, naysayers, that will often be, um, some GPs, I'm, I'm going to have to say, uh, are naysayers. Yeah. Even though all the research tells us that, um, why chiropractic works, obviously a good place for people to to go to if they're suffering from leg pain, 
they can't move very well with lower back, mm-hmm. then these people would, you know, it's going to be a chiropractor. Okay. That's what they're looking for. And that's what the GP will say, oh, okay, yeah, it is, it is. if you've got low back pain, you could go and see a chiropractor. But the amount that would just give out um, medication for that, painkillers. Mm. And what do painkillers do? Have they ever moved a joint, a muscle, a ligament, it's just a, a tendon? It's a blocker, isn't it? It's just it's a, a, blocker, blocker, it's of a pain. blocker of pain. There you go, take those and go, well, I'm sorry, but I don't see that as being health. Okay. I can't see any way that that fits into this, this health cycle. To drop down some in, an inflammatory problem in the short term, Possibly. It can be useful. Mm-hmm. But most people, it's in the consultation that the, any doctor should be doing, it, it, whether it be a, a chiropractor, an osteopath, or a GP. How long have you had this? Mm. And if they're saying that they've had it for the last month, two months, three months, then that's the, obviously the painkiller might not be the right way forward. They might need something different. And physios these days can do some wonderful work. Yeah. So physio, we haven't spoken about physiotherapy. No, I no, no. A lot, of, a lot of physios. The work that they do is amazing. More functional, trying to get the body yes, moving, moving, moving better. Whereas chiropractic is about them specifics of looking what joint isn't moving, how we can move it and how can the brain see it better. And how can, yeah, how can we free it up to yeah. move better? Using Once those. the joint moves, the brain sees that it's moving. Okay. And then can use it appropriately. So, that's the, so that the connection point. is made... Brain yeah. to muscle, muscle yeah. or, or joint or whatever yeah. it is that's that's, that's yeah. not flowing. Yes, ex- exactly right. So, I mean, if we looked at it in more detail, um, I'd just like to sort of go through that. If a joint's not moving, it's generally because there's been an incident, an accident, an allegation. Yeah. There's been a problem. <laughs> Someone's fallen over down the stairs, fallen off a curb. Nan, nan fell over down the steps. Yeah. And straight away, the brain sees there's a problem there. Mm-hmm. The nervous system is then kicks in and stops the muscles from moving around that joint, just in case it's very, very bad. What might be very oh, bad? Okay. So like we a, might have a break, a fracture. Yeah, okay. So straight away, the muscles were shortened. Protect the, it. Yeah, the master system, the, the nervous system has stopped it from from um, moving the joint. The muscles shortened, bring the disc, squeeze on the disc, into the spine, mm-hmm. stops that from moving. We have a great mechanism for that. But we don't have a great mechanism for... It's been two weeks now. Yeah, Should it's not released. Yeah, it okay, okay. So that's what a chiropractor does. We're looking through the spine and looking to find those areas that aren't moving. And a lot of, cli- a lot of my clients will say, yeah, I can crack my back. And I'm, that's good because I say, well, whereabouts are you getting those cracks? Because I'm interested. Not because they're cracking the area that needs to be done. They're getting relief from it. But that's not the joint that needs to be moved. Okay. That's normally the joint above or below it. Okay. The one that it's, and that, they're still getting some relief. Mm-hmm. So what I'm looking to do is find the one that's not moving, doing manipulation on it, painless, fast manipulation. Don't straight away that joint starts to move. The nervous system recognise it, starts to use the muscles appropriately, and then over a period of a few weeks, yeah. that should start to become normal. It will normalise. We'll get rid of that inflammatory response within the body. What is an inflammatory response? On very basic terms, it's an area where your brain, your nervous system is sending in more blood. Why is it sending blood? Because you need more oxygen, building blocks of repair. So it can repair the area. That's inflammation. Okay. So you that's know, why you get a bruise and things like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's inflammation. So that's a really good idea to, um, to keep inflammation sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, yeah. Not yeah. necessarily to remove it. It's, we look at it as being a bad thing, inflammation. Inflammation can be very important. Perfect. Well, I think it's um, been really interesting to speak to you, Alan. Where can everybody find uh, you uh, to get an appointment if they're in Northampton, if people are interested in seeing you? Where are you based? So Daventry Chiropractic is, be, is um, your finest in the clinic, which is in the Reach for Health main clinic. 
um, in Daventry. Perfect. Um, the main address is just simply put in Rugby uh, Daventry Rugby Club. Yeah. And you'll find the car park there, and we're within that. Perfect. And it's the large... Um, that green and grey building. Yeah, yeah, yeah green and grey building. building. <laughs> um, and you find me on Facebook. Perfect. Um, and some of the other, you know, yeah. Instagram. Yeah, um, Instagram yeah, and yeah. things like that. Brilliant. Well, I want to say thank you very much for coming in today. It's been it. super, super interesting to talk to you. Um, as I said, I have had treatment from you. I've been brilliant. My hips love good um and you know it it was great to speak to you and ladies i hope you found it interesting and if you're interested if you're in northampton you're interested in seeing alan we'll leave his details on the on the podcast info and we can um get you and you can get in contact with him so have a lovely couple of weeks guys and we'll be back soon thank you thanks